Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Do We Know Them, episode 77, Friday Night Edition. Well, you're not seeing this on Friday night, but we're filming this on Friday night. I mean, maybe. We don't know. Usually we try and upload early, and that's why we'll like wait till the next day sometimes. But maybe this will be an evening episode. No, and even if it was, this is Monday's episode. Gosh, Lily. Damn it. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> no, not really. We don't have time. Um, How are you guys doing? How was your weekend? Tell me everything. While you were asking me, I was like, I'm okay. How are you? Oh, no, she made you guys. Sorry, no, I mean, how are you, Lily? Do I ever ask you how you are? Oh my God, do I? No, but I think that's probably because it's usually like, uh. and I feel <laughs> like we just talk every day. I don't know. We kind of just know how we're doing. Do you guys have friends where it's like, I mean, this is, I feel like how most of my friends have to be because I'm just really bad at asking questions, but like I volunteer information in my life. So it's like, if something's happening, I'm not waiting for you to ask about it. I'm telling you. If that you is can, a very good description of you. You volunteer a lot of information. And I don't not ask people questions because I don't want to know. I just like, I don't know, because I volunteer the information. I expect that they would just volunteer the information. And you do, I feel like for the most part, but. It, it depends. I find it like kind of tacky asking to write out everything on text. Whereas I feel like you're a lot more enthusiastic about texting long information. I can't, it dry, drives me nuts. Like, I'm just like, oh, I don't want to write everything out. So sometimes I just hold things in. I don't know if it's the ADHD or what, but I there's something about text versus like, uh, like someone commented one time and said, why does that girl sound like she's buffering when she's talking? And I'm like, <laughs> because my brain works faster than my mouth or the opposite. And it's just like, it doesn't match up and I can't form thoughts but texting I'm great at that's really funny because it's like it's such a creative diss like you can't even be mad at it I even responded to one one time um saying you know when you like forget what you're saying mid-sentence oh, yeah. but you forget with just enough of a window to be like if you kind of keep talking you can maybe remember it before the person notices that it's completely just escaped your mind that happens to me a lot and I'll just kind of like kill time and it yeah I don't know if I'm making any sense probably not because I'm buffering <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. Well, let's just get on with this episode because I have a treat for you, Lily. And by a treat, I mean a nightmare. We got on this phone call and she goes, oh my God, this is my favorite story I've ever shown you. And I'm like, I, don't know. I feel like you've had some favorites in the past. Not that I enjoy it because this person is not a good person. They rarely are. Well, yeah, but like, I just feel like I have so many like thoughts and I know you're just going to be so like surprised <laughs> that I, I just really want to show you. I have to say the comments on our combat gel lady, did I say it right this time? I know I mixed yes, it up. Yes, you did. <laughs> Someone said that I uh, just really wear my emotion on my face. And oh, I'm like, you do. That's a nice way of saying I have zero poker face whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, I thought I was that way, but you really are that way. Like there's been so many times where I'm editing a topic because I will take out some of... <laughs> some of Lily's comments because she's an Aries and she'd be a little feisty meow like she really just she gets a little intense and so I'll be like okay I'm gonna take that out because I don't want people to come from my girl Lily but her face tells it all anyway I'm like god damn it Lily sometimes I feel like they're like intrusive thoughts like it's not necessarily what I actually think it's just like the instant reaction of what comes out and I'm like whoops shouldn't have said that <laughs> let's get into this topic because wow what I thought was one thing turned out to be a whole other thing so I was scrolling my for you page today as I do and I saw a TikTok of Mama Tot. Do you know who Mama Tot is? Yes. Okay, so if you don't know who Mama Tot Sweet is... Southern Lady. Literally, yeah, I was gonna say, if you don't know who she is, basically that sums it up. Sweet Southern Lady who gives people 
life advice is known to be very empathetic and she's just very sweet and everybody seems to love her universally. She doesn't get into a whole lot of drama. She's like the internet's like godmother. Yeah, pretty much. And a while back, she worked with this dentist by the name of Dr. Kenny Smiles. Of course it had to be Smiles, bitch. Of course, you know, that's like my fucking dentist alter ego. Like, I don't know. I don't want to be associated with you, bitch. A while back, Mama Tot did this thing with Dr. Kenny Smiles, which I had kind of kept up with at the time. Basically what happened is that he reached out to her and offered to do her teeth for free. This tooth over here didn't want to come out. So I want you all to help me get Mama Tot's attention. She really, she broke her partial and she got some teeth pulled and I just feel like we can do something for her. She does so much for, for truly everyone else and I just don't think enough people, you know, you know, turn that around on her. So I really want y'all to help me get her attention so that we can get her like the smile of her dreams. Um, there's no reason why she needs to be wearing a partial. Um, I want her to feel proud to, to eat and chew and smile and just, you know, express herself the way she does already. Just, you know, do it comfortably and confidently. So I just need y'all's help to, to kind of get her to respond to me because she doesn't follow me back. So I can't exactly message her. So maybe, maybe y'all can help me. So it's the first time I've ever, I've ever tried to, to do this. So hopefully it works. You know, sometimes as an influencer, you'll get offered like free services, whether it's like Botox or something like that in exchange for either posting about it or they'd just be happy to do it because like they could put you on their socials, things like that. Teeth though, that's a big one because teeth are expensive. Oh yeah, they are. That comes into play in a, in a little bit. But yeah, they usually are. She politely declined and instead asked him if she could give away that free teeth session to one of her followers because she's an angel. Of course, of course she did. Right? No, no, please, by all means, please give this gift to somebody that truly needs it. He agreed, but he didn't only agree. I think he agreed to doing it to three people. He's like, well, let's not just do it for one. Let's do it for like three people. Give this gift to somebody that truly needs it. Okay, so we're going to have fun with this. Um, thanks to Mama Tot and the fact that she does like her partial and she enjoys like her smile as, as it is, we are going to... Well, I'm going to help three of her followers get a new smile instead. So I'm going to open up a hashtag on Instagram. So all you have to do is go to your own Instagram page and then use the hashtag um, Mama Tot Smiles. And we'll say it's M-A-M-A-T-O-T -T, and then smiles. So go ahead and, and put a video in there and kind of talk a little bit about what, you know, what you you know, you've been experiencing, you know, with the smile that you have and how much it would mean to get a new smile. And actually, Mom and Tot's going to pick the three winners in one week. So the only thing that people are going to have to do is fly to Texas and I'll fix you up. So I'm going to I'm going to try to include a video at the top of my Instagram with further details if I feel like any come up. So just, you know, pay attention to that in case I think of anything after this video. But I really do appreciate um, Ophelia for for putting up with all of the banter that you've been getting as you, you know, have been, you know, dealing with with the rejection, I guess, of, of a new smile. I think that, you know, I, I think it's amazing that that you really do understand that there are a lot more people out in the world that, you know, do need a lot more work than you. And I think it's amazing that that you thought of other people again. Um, first, so I'm happy to oblige. So I hope that you'll let me um, help some of your followers out, and I look forward to seeing some of the 
of the stories out there of the people in need and how we can both help them. So again, it's um, hashtag Mama Tot Smiles and let the games begin. Oh shit, love him. Yeah. Mm, well, hold on on that. <laughs> no, not, not yet. Never mind. Never hold mind. on, on that. Reel it back in, sister. <laughs> he did the smiles for these people. He absolutely did change their life. They themselves documented it. I know one of the most well-known people that got it done is now an influencer by the name of Chelsea Marie. I did follow along with her journey. You know, it really did change her life. Like, a smile is so much more important than I think most people would realize if you were like born with straight teeth or like you don't really think about it that much if you don't have to deal with that. But it's such a vulnerable thing to be self-conscious about because everybody looks at it. It's on forefront of your face. Anytime you're laughing, anytime you're greeting someone, like if you were self-conscious and then have it, like if that's always in the back of your mind, that's devastating. I know a lot of people, you know, struggle with that and he did change their life big time. And that's what I knew him for. And I didn't really know anything about him. Like I didn't keep up with him. I didn't follow him because of the Mama Tot thing. So I really didn't know anything else other than he gave away free smiles through Mama Tot. So color me surprised when today I saw a TikTok of Mama Tot calling him out. And I was like, whoa, what's going on here? Because that's the guy that gave away the free smiles. And so I'm going to start off with that TikTok because you guys are going to go on the same journey that I went on. And that's whether you like it or not. Tired people disappoint me like you just wouldn't believe, okay? I have been disappointed every single day, every single day since I, I don't know, like 10 days straight now probably. Uh, so here's the thing. Um, I appreciate every single thing that Dr. Kenny has done for a lot of people. And I know that he has changed lives in such a beautiful way. Such a beautiful way. And I will always be grateful and thankful for what he did for the three people that won the Mama Tot Smiles. Uh, I will forever be thankful. And so will they. And I am not speaking for they. I am speaking for me. But after what I just saw, I can no longer publicly support Dr. Kenny. At all, Kenny, actually. what do you do? And I understand that when your account gets so large, other people might help you at times. My girlfriend, Lisa will answer a message for me if I tell her to. So I get that. We need a little bit of help. I've got a triple large account. So the fact that I only have one person that helps me, we're already like overloaded. So if this was not you that answered this message in that manner, you need to address it. If it was you, you certainly need to address it. And understand that you're just too damn grown to what be speaking that way and how unprofessional <laughs> and how degrading to somebody when it comes to somebody's dental care that is some of the people's most most biggest insecurities and they are already opening themselves up because they're extremely vulnerable so to be spoken to in any other manner other than hey you're safe with me here is unacceptable so Please fix this, please. Nobody else deserves to be hurt in any type of way by somebody else's words in such a vulnerable state like that regarding their, their dental care. I'm really tired of being disappointed by people. So yeah, I, I can no longer support. Shit, what the fuck did he say? <laughs> I know. I wanted to show you like what I saw because that's literally what I was thinking. I'm like, what? What, what happened? You're like, how dare you cross mama top? Literally, immediately I was mad at him and ready with my pitchfork. But okay, let's get into it. So what we're about to watch is Dr. Kenny, and this is relevant. I know you just want to know what he said, but this is relevant before we find out. He is launching a new show, which makes sense because, you know, a lot of like doctors have shows, right? Where they show different things, especially like social media doctors. Well, and teeth transplant 
transformations is such a thing that people love looking at because the before and afters are so crazy. Right. So he posted this not too long ago. Exciting news. We oh, are <laughs> filming for my new show. We have open auditioning happening right now. If you feel like a new smile would change your life forever, then I want to hear from you. I am looking for contestants that would benefit from a life-changing smile makeover. We are going to be opening up a hashtag that will allow you to submit a video and in that video, tell your story. Okay, the hashtag is DKS casting, not casting couch. So be aware. <laughs> I mean, if you want to send one of those, it just your account might be canceled. <laughs> Do I just really just... There's more to that video, but that's the important part. Uh, wasn't that an interesting little tidbit? First of all, my initial reaction was, that's the dentist? He's like literally like sitting on the kid like... Like, where's his beer? <laughs> he looks like such a dick. Yeah, he just seems very like, whatever. Like, I guess I'll film this. Like, it doesn't seem very like passionate about helping people. It's like, send in your shit. Literally, that is so true. He's like slouched back and just be like, tell your story. But then also casting couch reference? Are you joking? You guys, if you're unfamiliar, which I assume most of you probably are familiar, the casting couch refers to like the pervy casting directors for like TV shows and stuff. It got famous in Hollywood where a woman usually would come and audition for something, but then would have to do like sexual favors in order to actually receive a part. And so that's known as like the casting couch. And then that became like a category of porn. Oh. Oh yeah. They will literally like have a woman there auditioning to be like porn stars or something. And then that person will end up like sleeping with them. Wait, so I had no idea that there was a porn tie-in, oh, but yeah. uh, when I just Googled it, it says, the casting couch is one of the most popular terminologies on the internet. I don't know if I'd say that. On porn sites <laughs> Casting couch refers to furniture which is often used as a set prop in adult films. In those films, a woman gets interviewed for an acting or modeling position in an office room. However, the internet knows the casting couch through the casting couch memes. As you probably already know, the casting couch has been used in professional adult films since 2007. See, I've only ever heard it referred to as like a gross thing that actually exists in Hollywood, not a porn well, thing. Well, yeah, it's both things. So I guess they played off of the fact that it does actually exist in Hollywood and women and people auditioning for things had to do that in order to get parts. But it's absolutely in no world an appropriate thing for this fucker to bring up. That wasn't like a funny one-off. Like, and then he dwelt, like, then he laughed about it for a few seconds. No, like, he thought it was fucking hilarious. That was a knee slapper. He really was proud of that one. Um, so it gets worse. And it actually gets so much worse. Right. I just love, too, the way your face just like, shh, you just like perked up and you were like, what did he just say? Because honestly, I was, I couldn't believe it. That's like a Harvey Weinstein reference that you're doing when you're trying to find people to want to change their lives with their smiles. Like, read the room, dude. So this is a girl coming forward and we're going to read the messages because she doesn't actually read them in the video. So the girl is actually sending pictures of her teeth because that's one thing that he encourages is like, if you're going to request if I can service you in any way, like show pictures of your teeth. The fact that you just framed it as service you. Jesus, it. Lily. Like service the teeth. 
what the fuck? Nobody wants to be serviced by this guy. Yeah, no, in any way now. So then he says, thank you for your video. I will pass this along to Dr. Kenny, wishing you all the luck. And then the person says, thank you so much with heart hand emojis. The caption in my TikTok tells so much more of what I've experienced on this journey. And then she sends the TikTok. And then he says, which I mean, the last message refers to it as if it's not Dr. Kenny, but still. But it is his account, which obviously multiple people have access to, including him, because we're going to get into his Instagram, but he very clearly posts on his Instagram as himself. It's not like a random person is always posting for him. So it could be him jumping in and out also. We don't know. And also not to mention, like it wouldn't be a leap to assume this would be him because he was the one that just made the casting couch reference. Correct. So it's not like it, it doesn't track. <laughs> um, so then he goes, what's your address and phone number? I'm going to be deciding who makes the top 50 by making some trips to meet some in person. <laughs> Can't you just zoom? That's already a little strange, but okay. Maybe he's just really thorough with, no, that's Ew, weird. Don't I, even say he's thorough with his exams because that's not even sitting right with me at this point. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not laughing. This is absolutely disgusting. Oh, no. I'm just uncomfortable. Same. Um, I mean, I am laughing, but it's because I'm uncomfortable. And then he says, and please send me 10 more pics of your size, shape, and stuff like that, please. This show is about a lot of things beyond teeth, so that will help me. Clothing optional with a skull emoji. What? First of all, when he said size and shape, I still thought he was referring to teeth. So he's not then? Oh, I, I immediately when I saw that, I thought like, no, like. Ugh, he's so disgusting. At best, it's that he's being really shallow and wants to pick like certain types yep. of people for the show. But at worst. He's just disgusting. He's a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> followed by the clothing optional one. Oh my God. And a skull emoji? How, what? So that's what prompted Mama Tot to make her TikTok, obviously, because even though, it is not her fault and she couldn't have known she understands that this person was exposed to a lot of her followers that she kind of like co-signed him and his services and stuff so she understands that and that's why it is important that she denounced him like i'm really glad that she did that absolutely i mean if i were her i would have been 10 times more living because oh, yeah. literally how did he in any world think that that wasn't going to get leaked or have a bad reaction. Well, we'll get into his persona a little bit because this made me want to dive into him. I was like, let me look at his Instagram. Let me look at his TikTok. What does he do? Because this doesn't seem like a isolated incident where first it's time? like, yeah, like you, you don't seem like a first time offender. You have to have had like signs that you're a fucking weirdo. Surprise, he does. But before we do that, I want to let the other person who actually got one of his free smiles, Chelsea Marie, who just spoke out on him today. She had some things to say that when I did the research on his Instagram and socials, I was like, yep, that checks out. Here we go. Get Prepare yourself because she goes woof. I'm truly at a loss for words. I'm truly beyond the definition of disgusted and absolutely embarrassed for you, Dr. Kenny. Same. Let me just go ahead and say this before we get started on this video. I am forever grateful for the smile and the opportunity that I was given and I'll forever be thankful for that, but that does not excuse your shitty ass behavior. And I think it's about time you get a dose of reality. Now I wanna understand, I really wanna understand why you think that you are up here and everybody else is below you and you can talk to us as such. I really wanna know because I, like I said, I am disgusted. You are a bully. There's no sugarcoating it. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. You are a bully and that is disgusting behavior that you, that you portray on every, platform that you have 
Let me just say this. Take away that money and you are no better than the next person. That does not, just because you have money, does not mean you can talk to people how you talk to people. There are people out here who are sensitive. I am sensitive. Did I act sensitive whenever I got my teeth fixed? No, because at the end of the day I was getting a free smile and I wasn't going to piss in your cornflakes. But I think I speak for everybody when I say get your fucking shit together, buddy. Get your shit together because that is unacceptable. How you talk to people, how you sexually harass women, that's not okay. Never will it be okay. And if you keep on down that road, you're, you're going to end up right back to the lowest of the fucking low. You understand? People like you don't get happy ever afters. People like you live in fucking misery their whole life. And you really need to get a grip on life because I have I have kept my mouth shut for almost a year. I have just let shit go. I have seen shit on my For You page that I am not okay with, but I did not speak up. But now I'm speaking up, and I'm speaking up for everybody. It's not okay. It will never be okay. You walk around like you're God. Newsflash, buddy, you're not God. You have no right to judge anybody on what the fuck they're going through. Get it together. I'm going to pray for you. Because at the end of the day, the Lord works way better than anybody else. And karma is a bitch. And you reap what you sow in life. So keep on with that attitude. Keep on being a bully. And you're going to see really, you're really going to see how bad life gets for you. You're really going to see. I hope this is a wake-up call for you. I hope you open your eyes. I hope this doesn't piss you off, but it makes you pissed off at yourself for how you're acting. Enough's enough. And I've had enough. I'm not going to keep my mouth shut no more. Get it together. Quit being a bully. Quit sexually harassing women because you feel like you can. You have a wife. Get it together. You have a family and you have daughters. You're showing a real good example for your daughters. Get it together. That's all I gotta say. Get it together. I feel like I need to go to my room. I feel like I was just grounded. She just slayed Literally, that I was like, I so she's bad. Me. I don't know what to do. <laughs> she just slayed that so hard. But it also makes me kind of, for a second question, what did she experience with him? Because she yeah, is fucking Yeah, I thought she was going to tell us what happened with her. All right, so like I mentioned before, I didn't really keep up with Dr. Kenny and Lily had no idea who he even was, but it turns out that Chelsea's involvement with him has been completely documented on TikTok. So that means that we unfortunately do know what she went through with him because it was all posted on his TikTok. And honestly, it was awful. It ranged from him bullying her for how disgusting he thought her teeth were. Alright, well looking with the cow dragon. Talking about your outfit. Oh yeah. I don't know what this is, but it's a first. Your teeth actually match your jacket. They do. Yes, they do. <laughs> a little brown and white. <laughs> And then, of course, in true Dr. Kenny Smiles nature, it ventured off into sexual harassment territory. Go ahead and put those babies in. Damn. Those are right out of a Halloween catalog. Mm -hmm. You ever, like, kissed a guy in those? Yeah. My boyfriend every day. You kiss your boyfriend with those in? That is a man for life. That, that he is. Yeah, you're going to get f***ed for the first time for sure. <laughs> Like I said, I didn't really follow this when it was happening. I saw some of the transformations on my For You page, but I can't believe that he got away with this. And recently, Chelsea took to her TikTok to kind of explain her mindset and why she continued on with treatment with Dr. Kenny. I didn't know who Dr. Kenny was before the Mama Taught Smile contest. So I didn't know what type of person he was. I never heard of him. It wasn't until I flew to Texas and got my temporaries that I knew the type of person he was. But please tell me why you would have flown all the way to Texas, get your teeth shaved down, get temporaries put in your mouth, and then not go back and get your permanents. I did not sit 15 hours 
in a dentist chair and listen to him joke about how fucked up my teeth were for me not to completely get them fixed so I'd never have to worry about another person cracking a joke like that at me again. Yes, he was a bully. Was his behavior okay then? No, it was not. It was very much unacceptable, but he was not sexually harassing me. He said one or two comments, but it was nothing like what he has said to other women. And who's to say if I didn't speak out right then and there, the other two people who won the contest as well wasn't going to get stripped of their new smile because I came on the internet and bashed him. My experience with Dr. Kenny was shitty, especially when I went back and got my permanence. He talks to his employees like absolute shit. All in all, I understand it. I mean, she was, again, in a very vulnerable situation. This person was in control of something that could change her life. And I don't blame her one bit for anything she did in this situation. It's weird because he almost like deteriorates someone. They're in his chair. They're in this vulnerable situation. He pushes them down so far and then he wants to be the one to build them up and then parade them around as like, look, I did that. I changed their life. But really, it would not have taken much effort to allow his patient to have their dignity along with showing their transformation. You don't need to crush someone in order to build them up. And I think that he just likes doing that. But anyway, I just wanted to quickly interject here with Chelsea's experience because I feel like it's relevant here. And because again, teeth are so expensive. And insurance, even if you have great insurance, it doesn't really cover that much. I got a root canal. I had great insurance when I was working at Clever and I still paid out of pocket, like I think over $2,500 for one tooth. So I can't imagine getting a whole new smile. And if he's giving them away for free, that is a lot. But the fact that he thinks in exchange, he gets to Bully is a weird word to use. I nope, think. it's not because he does bully people more? online. Yeah, so. Oh, I was like, because it just sounds like straight up textbook sexual harassment. But Well, that's the thing. It's one thing what he does with his clients. It's another thing what he does with people online. So, ugh. Which avenue do we go in first? My God, this was, I'm telling you, I found this and I just kept getting angrier and angrier. I could not believe it. I just don't understand how someone thinks they're gonna get away with this. Well, you can easily see this guy has no fucking, like anything he's done for charity, quote unquote, or like giving away smiles. It was all for something. He wanted the following, he wanted the attention. He doesn't actually genuinely want to help people. I don't believe that for a fucking well, second. I mean, that is not exactly uncommon, but at least if he's helping people, even if it is for selfish reasons, if he wasn't someone. sexually harassing people, I think everyone could overlook it and be like, well, I mean, he doesn't really mean well, but he's doing well. So it doesn't really, what's the difference? Yeah. But fuck no. Are you kidding? And he has a family and daughters? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the, the twist there that I was like, oh my God, I did not know that. Because again, I don't keep up with him. So I went through his TikTok because I was, again, curious to just see what kind of content he was creating before all of this happened. And there was a few situations where I was like, oh, <laughs> like, what are you, like, 5'8 or something? 5'11. Well, you're 5'11? Five, 5'10 five, 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 and a half. Oh, shit. And don't forget the hair. <laughs> Welcome. Tell me your name. Jessica. Jessica, where'd you come from? St. Louis, Missouri. Oh. Let's see, you smile big. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I said be nice. <laughs> so I said, I said, going to hurt my feelings today. <laughs> Dang, you've been walking around like that? <laughs> Nice. You're still gonna be nice. It's not that bad, right? You've seen worse. I no, yeah. I've, I mean, anyone's obviously seen worse than. But you have to look. You have to look really far. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, my god! You go to Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all need something that humbles us. So. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, luckily you came to the right place. I unhumble people. Good. Good. You need it every once in a while. <laughs> 
How's that affected you? Then she gets into her life story, but he starts off so many videos literally bullying his clients. I take back the questioning of the word bullying because absolutely that's what that is. I just was thinking only of the sexual harassment, but again, that is something that people are so insecure about. And even if you're about to fix it, you don't want to go in and someone go, oh, gross. Like, he, did he just say disgusting? Yeah, he said, oh, that's disgusting. Things like this behavior are why I completely look at any other thing where, cause there's some TikToks where he's not being like this, right? Where he presents like, oh, this is something that has made this person super insecure and I'm so happy to be a part of fixing it and trying to be this genuine person. This is why I write all of that off. And I'm like, you're full of fucking shit. Just because you're nice to one person doesn't negate things like this. You're embarrassing her on a public platform. You're embarrassing her even if this wasn't on a public platform. Privately, in a very vulnerable situation, you said that is disgusting. That is not disgusting. That is the teeth she has lived with for her entire life. What the fuck are you doing? Like he literally does shit like this so often. Question. What is the difference between the people he does not treat like that and the people that do? Is it women? Is it a racially motivated thing? Or is it like he thinks they'll be hot once they get their teeth done? So then he's like trying to like be like normal guy where they like take you down and then they'll build you up later. It's kind of hard to tell because he seems to be a general douche where like there's one where he did a gay man's teeth and like, you know how you could put like a title where people can see what the TikTok is about when they're scrolling your page. So his title was like gay for a day inappropriate not necessary literally it's about teeth stop making it about anything else yeah like he just seems to like to exploit his clients now he does take it easy on people that seem overtly like sensitive to where their like head is tucked down and they're just like i don't know like i don't know how i could do this type of thing then he's like oh like they're there they're here to change your life and i'm so well, happy to do it newsflash dr kenny like not everyone exhibits their insecurities the same way like like this girl no doubt felt fucking uncomfortable but she's just like hey, i told you be nice like you but you hear her like uncomfortable Some better at like pretending like it doesn't bother them but I for sure definitely does there was one more tiktok and then we can move on to his instagram but don't take this as being there's only two tiktok examples go and scroll his page for yourself he is an asshole i i think i'll pass but this one was uh, we just talked about those titles this one was titled crooked af i'm kidding nice to meet you too what's your name Shay. you came from where Canada. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, what brings you all the way to Texas from Canada? Um, oh, I came to see you to hopefully get my smile and actually be genuine with it. Yeah. What don't you like about it? Um, everything. <laughs> <laughs> smile big. Open just a little bit. Those are called summer teeth. <laughs> you know what that means? Some are going this way and some are yeah. going that way. Oh how has that affected you? Then he tries to be like, oh, okay, so how does this affect you? But you just made a joke when she's so clearly uncomfortable. So I also have a question. Like this girl, for example, she traveled from Canada to Texas to come get this done. Is she paying for it? Yes. These are paying clients. Not that it makes any difference whatsoever. But how the fuck are you gonna be insulting these people that literally flew in from another place and are paying thousands of dollars to get this done and you're just gonna make fun of them? Like it's not a big deal? Well, because to him, and when we moved to his Instagram, like you're just gonna be so fucking pissed. He doesn't, he doesn't give a shit. He genuinely could care less. Well, cl clearly. My reason for asking though, also if it was, if she was paying, that must be so awkward because they have to ask consent to film, obviously. And I feel like if you paid for 
for it. Like, unless you were comfortable on camera, wouldn't you be like, no, I can imagine that he doesn't pressure them into it. Oh, for sure. No, I think he definitely does. And he probably puts them on the spot right before he does it. So it's like they panic and just say, okay. But you could tell she was very uncomfortable being on camera, not even just because of her teeth, I don't think, just because she seemed uncomfortable. And then he's going to pull that shit? Well... He gets worse because one of Dr. Kenny Smiles' favorite activities is posting private DMs that his customers or potential customers send to him and uh, clowning them on his Instagram. And he has done this for well over a year now. And um, I came across a few of them. So shall we read? One more question. I haven't seen any like official before and afters. Like, does he do that good of a job? Okay. He does good teeth. They definitely don't look unnatural or like you know how some of them like are very blocky and shit like that he does i think they're called zirconia crowns so they're not veneers and they're not dentures like he does a specific type that does in my opinion it looks really good like i think he does good work but he's not it's not like he's the only one that does this and the probably the reason people are flying in to see him is because of his following i guess yes i think that but i also i mean i do think he does good work which is the unfortunate part because there seems to be like some good assholes out there like talented assholes i guess i should say no, that's what sucks. I'm like, if these people that are going are like going because they do really respect the teeth work that he's doing, but to get it, you have to put up with that shit. Like, oh my God. I almost think that he got so cocky because he is good at it. And also he's just not a good person to start with, but it kind of just fed his ego being really good at his job then getting that co-sign from Mama Tot, getting the social following. It just was a disaster. Okay, so let's just read through these in no particular order. So this is a DM that he posted that is from someone, I guess by the name of DJ Don. And it says, yo, what's good, homie? I'm DJ Don Perion of 97.9. I DJed J. Chris's basketball tournament not too long ago, told me to get with you. I forgot to connect with you before you left. I'm also from Garland and looking for a dentist. Do you do cleanings or cosmetic work? So it was someone that was referred to him through someone they knew. It wasn't even like someone through social media. And Kenny responds, hey, buddy, dot, 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 just cosmetic, no cleanings. Cool, fine, wonderful conversation. The guy responds, okay, gotcha. Being on radio, I'm a deaf have to come see you soon for some pearly whites. Trying to find a family dentist at the moment. Kenny responds, Dr. Bokey, I don't know how to pronounce that, is my fave for that. Brad Bokey. The DJ says, send me his info, I'll check him out. To which Dr. Kenny responds, or push Google, dude, I'm not your bitch. And he posts this on his Instagram and was like, right guys? Like, no, like you were having a regular conversation. It was all going fine. And then you were just a dick. This is not even like the worst of it by any means, but I saw this and I was like, you're such an asshole for no reason. But also like if you're willing to like give a recommendation, but then like immediately after be like, I don't have time for this shit. Like don't respond to the first one. Literally, like he just can't have regular conversation. He gets so irritated so quickly. Anyway, then there's this post. And he has a lot of people telling them their life story, right? Like that's kind of what he encourages. Like send me pictures, tell me your story, not just through the show thing, just like through working with Mama Todd, through giving free smiles in general, you're gonna get a lot of people who are gonna tell you their story. So this person was giving them her story and we don't see the beginning of the message, but she continues on to say, my kids are eight, 10, 15, 16, and 17. And I wanna smile for pictures and enjoy the years I have left with them. You know, I don't have one single picture of us as a family. Pretty fucked up, ain't it? I can't afford help. I just need 
advice on what to say to these pool happy dentists here in Florida. Thank you for your time. She probably knows she can't afford his services, but she's like, all they want to do is pull out my teeth. I don't know what to do. He responds saying, don't say anything. Just show them money and they'll stop pulling them. But if you don't have any, they're going to pull them every time. To which she says, the root of all evil. Get it. LOL. Thank you for being honest. And he responds, it's actually just paying for shit that costs money. So he's being like, they're not like trying to screw you. It's just like expensive to do. But he screenshots this and posts it to his page and his caption says, the root of all evil? Well, I guess paying for dental services makes money the root of all evil with the facepalm emoji. I'd say making stupid decisions in life is dot, 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 kind of like having five kids. Sir, what? Are you okay? <laughs> when was the last time you sat with a therapist? Don't get me wrong. The thought of having five kids to me is absolutely off limits, terrifying, never gonna happen. <laughs> but just because they can't afford thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of dental work, like I feel like this is a way of him saying, maybe you shouldn't have had kids and then you could afford to fix your teeth. Oh, for sure. It's like, don't get Starbucks so much and then you'll buy a house before oh you know God. it. Like it's exactly. that type of vibe. But my question is, in what way, shape or form was this woman nasty to you in any way? And in what way did you think this was okay to post and blast her for? Like she, even if she wants to have maybe a misunderstanding understanding of how expensive dental work is on the end of the dentist, which I don't know all of that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how much like the porcelain cost or the zirconia crowns cost. I'm not sure. Here's the thing. He seems just so like, I'm too good for this, but it's like, Stop responding to messages. Why even engage if you're just gonna shit on them? Well, it's one thing to engage. It's a whole fucking other to make it your brand to post these people and blast them on your Instagram page continuously. We have another one. This one's really bad because again, one thing that people do and are encouraged to do is show pictures of their teeth to him. However, that's a very vulnerable thing to share with someone and you would absolutely hope that the person you're sending that to, if they're a professional and a doctor, would not repost that and clown you. Right? Well, he posted this message and it says, well, the good news is that I can probably fix you without a denture. Bad news is just getting the finances for it. So you'll need around 18K for the top. And in this picture is the teeth of the person who's reaching out to him. Um, this person says 18K just for the top. So pretty much for the average American, it's not affordable. You can get the four on one denture with four implants much cheaper than that, which I'm not saying that he shouldn't feel annoyed. Maybe that someone's like challenging his worth or like what he does or whatever the fuck. But what follows is absolutely inexcusable. Dr. Kenny replies, yeah, which is way better than natural teeth with a rolling eye emoji. No, the natural American can't afford a house and a backyard either, but you don't see them trashing the banks for that reality with a middle finger emoji. Next time, don't show the most fucked up mouth in the world if you don't want a price to match it. And his caption for that, because again, he posted this publicly, says, is it Friday yet? Oh, fuck yeah. Sir, you're the fucking worst person ever. Oh my God, this is insane. Honestly, that person wasn't even like dissing him. It was just like, oh shit, like dental work is so expensive. And honestly, I don't know what the cost of the materials versus the labor, like I don't know how much dentists are making, but I know that they are pretty, pretty wealthy. But that wasn't even like an insult to him. Like, oh, 18K, you're like fucking people over and charging too much. He was just pointing out like, oh crap, like that much for the top. So like, 
I'm not gonna be able to afford that. Or it's okay to feel absolutely frustrated with our system because yeah, it is fucked. And I'm sorry, but $18,000 for the top of your teeth, like unless materials are 16,000, it ain't added up, sister. That's the thing. It's like, I don't know what everything costs and I'm sure some of it is expensive, but like not that expensive. And I'm not saying that he's not probably the same price as most dentists even, but most dentists aren't responding like this. They would be like, offer you a payment plan or suggest a cheaper option that you could afford because they are people that are empathetic and understand that people or can't afford Or I that. would honestly prefer that they just don't answer. So there's one more uh, Instagram one, but again, no shortage if you want to go on his uh, social media to look for yourself because he, um, yeah, he really made this a habit to post these messages and he thinks they're hilarious. There's such a problem already with the messages themselves, but then the fact that he's publicly posting them is just like vile. That's what makes him a fucking bully. But this one was someone responding to his story saying, I want a new smile. And then they responded again saying, do you not respond on Insta? He answers back and says, yeah, I do. Do you know how to follow directions? My bio tells you to send me pics and you haven't done that. And she says, oof, I guess you skipped bedside manner classes. Already not a good fit, which totally fair enough. Like he's being an asshole for no reason. And he says, peace, bitch. I cannot fathom a doctor, a dentist, any kind of like medical professional responding and being like, peace, bitch. Well, this seems like it got leaked or something. He's posting it again. Like it's fucking insane. And his caption says, seriously though, I have no idea why people in this business are called patients because I rarely find much patience. I think you don't have any patience, sir. Something else that I noticed was his TikTok bio says the politically incorrect dentist. But you don't get to be like, well, if you just like worked harder, you would be able to afford my service and then also want to play like, I'm gifting free smiles for the world. Like you don't get to play both sides, buddy. Like just choose one. Anyway, that is where we're at right now. I am sure because Mama Tot like demanded that accountability from him and like, hey, I need you to post and just talk about what the fuck happened here, even though it's like, that was him in the messages, allegedly, but also, hmm. It's interesting that Mama Todd even gives him the out of like, maybe you're not the one responding, but it's like, he sure as fuck is the person in the video saying all that. That though. leads like me to my kind of like final thoughts on it. And I'm not blaming Mama Todd at all because she is going through a lot of shit. You know, she lost her kid. She's been fucking dealing with shit. But it's clear that people like Chelsea have kind of like realized that he's an asshole over this past year. And I wonder if Mama Todd just maybe didn't keep up with Kenny like that. And I don't know if she follows him or what, because if she did follow him, I'm like, how could you like not see it just because it's exactly. so bad? It, it wouldn't just be the messages that would be the red flag. It would be all of his behavior in the videos that he's posting and it's clearly him. I think that most people too, including Mama Top probably, wanted to see like, the best in him because he did do good things. Or again, maybe just didn't follow along that closely. But regardless, he is a fucking asshole. If you're in the Texas, Houston, Texas area, please avoid Dr. Kenny, <laughs> Jesus. But that was the TikTok dentist journey. You're welcome question mark but wasn't it fucking insane like i was like i cannot wait to tell lily about this this is insane you know i i was hoping for a more lighthearted oh, thing my bad. but i'm sure that did elicit some great facial reactions from me because holy fuck <laughs> yeah that was that's the wildest tiktok thing we've had in a long time i feel like that was just jarring people blow my mind with how unapologetically disgusting they are. Yep, that's one thing the show has taught me. Before we move on to our next topic, we do want to quickly thank the sponsor of this episode, and that is Babbel. Gracias. 
<laughs> oh god. So Jesse, what do you call a person who can speak three languages? Trilingual. What do you call someone that speaks two languages? Bilingual. <laughs> what do you call someone that speaks one language? Monolingual. <laughs> I don't know. American. Oh. <laughs> oh. You guys, I can't take credit for that. That was a Babbel provided joke. Um, I'm not that funny. I get kind of nervous when our Babbel sponsorship's coming up because I know that everyone's gonna check in on me and I know I'm gonna be failing as a French speaker. Give us a progress update. Je vous partir au moche. Say it again. Wait, now you're making me nervous. Je vous partir au moche. Okay, I'm going to the market. Well, if you ever forget that, you could always fall back on the um, old faithful, je suis la jeune vie. What does that stand for again? I think that means I'm a small girl, so it doesn't really apply here. But um, luckily, Babbel does teach you like everyday phrases like I need to go to the market. Yeah, and other things much more relevant to me because I am indeed not a small girl. And also just instead of paying like hundreds of dollars for a private tutor or like playing those, you know, little games on your phone that they're fun while you're playing them, but they're really not teaching you anything that's gonna stick with you. Babbel's quick 10 minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And again, Babbel is real language learning for real situations. So I feel like my problem is that in high school when I learned Spanish, they wasted all my time making me learn stuff that I'm never going to say. Yeah, Babbel's gonna teach you real life conversation skills, which is uh, a lot more valuable in the long run. And we do have a special limited time deal for our listeners only if you guys wanna try out Babbel for yourself. You can get started right now and get 55% off of your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash D-W-K-T. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash D-W-K-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. And thank you so much to Babbel once again for being an amazing sponsor of this podcast. Gracias. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of people who, uh, well, I wouldn't say have disappointed us because I had no hopes for this dentist. I didn't know anything about him. But moving on to people that are disappointing in general, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Well, just Ashton Kutcher. Yes, which you might be like, you guys already talked about that. Well, there's more. Jesse sent me, um, I've received a lot of TikToks because it ranges from like conspiracy theories that have come out of this, which honestly, I don't not believe some of them. And then there's also some that are just like pointing out weird aspects that we didn't necessarily pick up. It's like we picked up on it being weird, but we didn't know how weird it was. First example I think we should go over is, you might remember if you watched our episode where we covered Mila and Ashton's apology, if you want to call it that. And we read some of the sections from their letters. I'll say right now that while I was editing and pulling the assets for that, like I had read the letters and stuff, but I had not watched all the old Mila interviews prior to when we filmed. So then when I'm editing and I'm re-listening to us talk about it and reread these letters, I know a lot of people have like come out and said like, well, what if they really do believe that he didn't do it? And that's why they felt comfortable writing the letter. Well, first of all, he was proven guilty. So, I mean, you could still believe him, but like, eh, it gets a little sketchy when Ashton's literally closing his letter. Like, I know he was convicted of two counts of forcible R word, but I think you should think about his daughter. Just um though, that they both like refer to him as like this genuine and great stand-up guy as he's a role model. And then we find out that literally the beginning of all of all three of their relationships was him betting Ashton $10 that he wouldn't tongue kiss a 14-year-old Mila during their shoot. What's funny is when she was she was 14 when we started the show, I was like 19, right? Right. And they're like, okay, you guys are gonna be making out in this scene. And I'm like thinking like, wait, this is like slightly illegal, right? That's probably your first kiss ever, right? It was my first kiss. 
Why is someone bet you made with Danny about our first kiss? No, it wasn't the first kiss. <laughs> no, it was like the second or third kiss. It was the first. It was like the first week. No, it was not the first week. Whatever. Let me tell you what All happened. Right, what no, let no, me no, tell no, you. What no, no. Okay, yeah. so I've never kissed yeah. a guy. So okay. I was, I was so. I mean, you know, Ash was attractive, and yeah. I was a fourteen-year-old little girl, and I was extremely scared for my life. Sure. And it, he, he was very nice about it. He was like, "Oh, don't worry." So I was like, "Okay." Then Danny goes and goes, "Dude, I'll give you ten dollars if you French kiss her." What would you stick my stick your tongue in my mouth or some? What? No, 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 no. For ten dollars. You're making it sound like it was like really. Uh, it, okay, Dan, we had a little side bet yeah, going. Yeah, like, Which was? It wasn't very As to whether or not, you know, like you know, you're kissing on the show or boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. You would use tongue, right, Rosie? I, I mean, you would. You, you, it I depends mean, what kind of an actor you are. I absolutely, guess. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So Danny bets me like 20 bucks that I wouldn't do it. And of hey. course I'm like, yeah, sure, what's the deal? You and know? then the cops showed up and you got arrested <laughs> pretty much. They but he should never, have, he but never they did it. And I claimed, so did it. He I claimed so to this day he did that. I swear, I swear. Mila, never, I so did it. He never did it. I didn't so let him. I think he tried, but uh, I think no, I kept my mouth so yeah, clean. Yeah. He, you did the old teeth block? Yes. Yeah, he didn't let him do the teeth block. You were like, oh, you Yes, he never got his You were good. And just admit it. She Dad, I She's 14. No. She did it. You stop it. She would know that was not the first. You had turned 15 by then. No, she was 12, oh, but yes, I know 15. it. There's a big difference. Not one year makes the whole world change. All right. Th and you, is it true that your first kiss was at the mouth of Ashton Kutcher, your co-star on that show? Yeah, I was like a late bloomer. And so um, when I started the show, I was 14. And oh. in our second episode, first episode, we had to make out. And I've never made out with anyone, ever. The first person I ever kissed was for Days of Our Lives. And so I never, like, had a boyfriend. Like, I was just always in school or working. And so he essentially made a bet with Danny Masterson, who plays Hyde, which has been said before, but I will say this has never happened. He made a bet for $20 or $10, saying that in a kiss, just kiss the throat. Right. <laughs> well, according to Ashton, he did it. But it never happened. So Danny still gave me $20, which he didn't deserve. Oh, he didn't do it. No. He lied. How old was Ashton when this happened? 20. Which, like, when actors are kissing, they're not supposed to be, like, shoving their tongue in your mouth. So that is so wrong on so many levels, mostly because she's fucking 14. But the fact that Mila and him have the nerve to be like, he's been a, just a role model and big brother figure. And I have to say, I know she went through hell. Like that must've been such a weird era of her life. And like people are throwing around the word grooming quite a bit these days, but I feel like she is a textbook definition of being groomed. And the writers of that show enabled it. I and mean, she's married to the person. Exactly. So it's like, she might not even realize how fucked up it all was. Think about even in like as a non-actor, celebrity TV show setting. If you're a girl around a bunch of guys and they're making a bunch of crude jokes and you're like the butt of the joke, you aren't going to be like, oh my God, fuck all of you, stop saying that. Because the second you kind of fight back, then you're the bitch and everyone is gonna just go harder and hate you. So in my eyes, it's very clear that Mila really leaned into being like the guy's girl. And she's like this cool, she's, she'll roll with the punches, she's cool with whatever, but she had to be. Because the second she wouldn't have been, she would have been the difficult actress. It would have isolated her, I think, from a lot of the cast. And instead she was like one of the guys 
Yes. You know what makes me really sad about what you just said? It just sparked a, a memory of an interview with Ashton Kutcher where he was talking about Mila Kunis as a mother. And what's interesting is that I always thought about it in a way to kind of like diminish myself and be like, well, I should be more like that, you know? And what he described was that Mila Kunis was such a good mom, which that part's great. His reasoning was that he would get home after like a long day where she would be alone with the kids. And he would ask her like, how was everything? And she would just tell him like, everything was great. And he said that he would know that everything wasn't awesome, but that it's just so great that like she would describe it as such. Like she would be so like, oh, like I handled everything, but like he knew she went through shit, but like she didn't even, she won't even tell me about it because she's such a good mom, like type of vibe. And I always like put myself down for that because I do love them both. And I always watch their interviews and I was always like the opposite of that. Like one little thing happens and I'm calling that same crying. You shouldn't have to keep of that course. a secret. I know, like your partner is your partner for a reason. And I'm always like very open with Nassim to the point where I sometimes feel like I'm complaining too much or like he'll be, you know, working and I'm just like calling him and I'm like, well, I don't know what to do about this. Like, I, you know, and I feel like so weak because of it. But at the same time, it's like, this is your partner and you do the shit together. I was just gonna say, I mean, that's your partner and that's the person that's gonna be able to relate to your frustrations the most because hopefully they're also doing the same kind of thing and they're going to be able to understand where you're coming from. But you just saying that reminded me of that because I just feel like she probably just tried to do that in every aspect of her life. Just be the person that like, nothing's wrong. Like everything's fine. And I'm not trying to give her an out for writing a letter for Danny Masterson. It's just like, interesting to see her journey because it is kind of sad. Honestly, watching those interviews gave me goosebumps because it was like there's one with Danny Masterson and she's talking about the wardrobe and how she hates it because it's all like 70s old stuff and she's like, it's not flattering and the fabrics are weird and the waistbands are weird. And they're literally from the 70s they're 30 years old from like old basements of somebody's house they come in they clean it up and i'm forced to wear it and yeah but you look really hot in it. well thanks danny yeah. i don't feel very hot in it. and he literally is like off to the side making snide comments about how she's hot and was hotter at 14 and like I ended up getting the job and uh, i didn't know <sighs> yeah she was as hot as she was you know come on, this 14 one. 14 she was even hotter but i'm not allowed to say that and have you guys learned a lot from this acting job i mean has it taught you a lot about acting, Hollywood, no. the whole thing? Um, it taught me how to For be friends with someone like that. Yeah. A little. And this is what grosses me out the most. That show, literally, apparently by the end of it, she had made out with every single cast member that's a guy besides, I think, Topher. And she even describes in an interview that, like, she was the whore of the show. I'm worried about you on the show because you keep boy hot. What? Because I'm the whore in the show? I think so. I know. And it's I, upsetting to my parents as well. I Off camera, I know you're such a nice lady. Thank you. You're what, you're all of 19? Yes. Yeah. And and and, and you're you're in the show, though. You're you're just I'm the hot. one who's kissed every single guy in the show except for Topher. Except for Topher Grace. In, yeah, and in fact, I've kissed Laura's boyfriend, Chris, who guest starred on our show. So I've kissed the Mastersons. I've kissed everybody. That's so wrong, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's quite wrong. Yeah. And what do the writers, they just throw you, they don't care. No, they really just, I don't know what they're thinking. I have no choice but you know, to just kiss every man on the show. I would never ask this question because I don't really. Aww. But seriously, <laughs> Ashton Kutcher, now he's, he's kind of the guy, right? He's the heartthrob kind of guy, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I mean, yes, 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 he's handsome. <laughs> I don't, yes, he's you handsome. You get along with Ashton? Yes, I love, every single guy on the show is awesome. But Everybody's what about great. Ashton? He's special, isn't he? <laughs> They enabled this group of not only the people behind the scenes, but then they enabled the group of actors that are on screen and do interviews with her constantly. And she has to be associated with. Hi, my name is Nina Quinnis, and I'm from that Jeopardy show. And you're watching um, In the Creek TV. Oh, 
Hi, I'm Ashton Kutcher, and I'm from That 70 Show TV. No, That 70 Show oh, too. Yeah. But and the reason I'm doing this is not because I think in the crease is good, but because Josh told me to be able to sit on my lap if I. <laughs> So she just has to be like the girl that's okay with guys making crude jokes about her all the time. Not only do I get to work with our beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, sexy, hot next guest Wait, on that 70s show, but I'm lucky enough to play her boyfriend, so I get to make out with her. <laughs> okay, a very talented, hot, smart, and beautiful Mila Kunis. <laughs> Which, how is that legal for her to be a 14-year-old kissing these guys that are over... I don't know. I was... I, I think it was her first kiss. Yeah. Like, on, on TV. On the show. Like, right. we have our first kiss, like, memorialized on a TV show. Right. But but it was it weird kissing a 14-year-old yeah, at that point? Yeah, it was really weird. I was like, wait, God, isn't this illegal? Like, can I... Am I allowed... Like, <laughs> yeah, how like, come just because it's TV, you can do things <laughs> yeah. that you can't do? I don't know. But I... And it was really awkward, because I'm like a 19-year-old kid going like... I, this, and you had no physical attraction to her at that point. She was 14. Right. Like, she was like a little... She was like my little sister. Like, I wanted to make sure she was okay. And like... Does the law, like, make it so, like, kissing? is not a thing? Mm, that's actually a good question. I would assume it would have to be, but it makes me think maybe it's not because otherwise, how could they have done but that? But the fact that they even use like a loophole to do that is insane. So that's what was triggering me so much is I'm like, so you have this group of writers that's literally like passing her around to this group of actors who then she has to go do press stuff with as well. And then they are using it as this like, well, look at us. It's bragging rights for them because they're allowed to hook up with this hot 14 year old, oh which like, oh my God, do you hear what you're saying? They talk about how they know it's wrong. Like Ashton's been quoted saying like, isn't this illegal? Like she's like my little sister. I mean, this is totally me just speculating, but to me, it seems like she had to just really lean into being the guy's girl that's cool with everything and just like rolls with the punches. And that's so sad that it started so early. And then she ended up marrying one of the people that perpetrated and all of that. And calling the other one a role model when literally just that one interview alone of the bet is like enough to be like, clearly he was not this like genuine older brother figure. He was a fucking creep. Yeah. But Further than that, there were parts of the letters that we had problems with where they just felt so irrelevant. One of which being Ashton Kutcher is praising Danny Masterson for after 9-11, he was helping firefighters and like rallying his co-stars and friends, blah, blah. Well, Jesse sees this TikTok. It was literally like a jarring moment because when I read that, I could not think of anything more relevant in my mind to an R-word case. Like anything, like not one single thing on this planet. We are not talking about even the month of September. The only thing I could gather is that they like didn't have a whole lot of <laughs> examples and they're like, what are some of like the standout good things he did? So you think reading that, he must have at least done good stuff. And we said, like, just because you do good stuff doesn't mean you can't do bad stuff too. Two things can be true at once. But guys, it turns out that this firefighter thing might not have been as good as Ashton made it out to be. So. Oh my God, I was so shook by this. So apparently, uh, something we didn't get to get into a whole lot, and we're still maybe not gonna go like super deep into because there seems to be a lot there, is that Danny Masterson is a Scientologist. And people are rumoring now, are Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis like secret Scientologists? But there aren't really secrets Scientologist, right? Like you have to proclaim your Scientology. Uh, 
No, I think there's some that are secretive. But and I do want to say right now, because I, I know there were a couple comments that were a little mad that we didn't dive into that. Honestly, guys, once you start down the Scientology rabbit hole, like it's so much and it's so overwhelming. So that is why we're not diving into it. Not because it's not very valid in a lot of this case and a lot of Hollywood in general, but just because there's so much to it that I don't think we could even try and do it justice. Okay, so the firefighter thing. Basically, he did help the firefighters, question mark, by creating a detoxification fund or treatment center thing. Should we just, here, let me find it and I'll just play it. Reporting from the underbelly of Reddit. I'm coming up for air. <laughs> I found something on Reddit and it makes Ashton Kutcher's leniency letters that he sent to the judge even weirder. So when Ashton was talking about Danny's character, he brought up a very specific situation. After 9-11, Danny was a huge advocate for support of the firefighters affected by the event, rallying his friends and co-workers to pitch in however they could. This made it sound like Danny was really in the front lines, helping and being an activist for the firefighters affected by 9-11. But that's not true at all. Danny Masterson held a charity event called the New York Rescue Workers Detoxification Project. This charity event was to raise funds to treat sick 9-11 workers using L. Ron Hubbard's purification rundown course. So with the funds from that charity event that Danny Masterson hosted, the Church of Scientology along with Danny Masterson opened a medical clinic just two blocks away from the disaster of 9-11. These firefighters who were coming to this medical office to receive medical treatments and counseling services quickly realized that this whole medical thing was just a ploy to lure them into Scientology. Firefighters started to complain that this Danny Masterson backed medical center was not actually giving them real medical care, but they were operating under the teachings of L. Ron Hubbard. These people who were presented as doctors and medical professionals started to tell these firefighters that they cannot use their antidepressants anymore, they cannot use their blood pressure pills anymore, they could not use their inhalers anymore. Some of the issues that went on in this medical clinic were staffers were discouraged from calling 911 in emergencies, medical treatments went on when doctors were not present, employees were urged to use L. Ron Hubbard's book, Clear Body, Clear Mind, as their only treatment guide, even if it wasn't working. Like, th this is insanity. One firefighter almost lost his life when these Scientology workers put him in a 170 degree sauna, made him exercise, and gave him a large dose of niacin. This firefighter began turning blue, and higher ups just said, Oh, he's just having a manifestation. In conclusion, I find it so strange that Ashton Kutcher mentioned this in his letter, trying to make it sound like Danny was some sort of saint trying to help firefighters after experiencing 9-11. When in reality, this entire charity project and what became a medical clinic put firefighters in more danger. This man did not ever care about 
the firefighters affected by 9-11. He just cared about reaching a higher level in the Church of Scientology. Admittedly, I did not see the whole thing. And that was the first time I've ever seen the whole thing. And holy shit. I think I missed the sauna thing the first time. Same. That's unreal. And also, I just want to point out that even in one of those, like the text on screen, it describes L. Ron Hubbard as a science fiction writer and the founder of Scientology. Also, I know that, don't they believe that like once you get to the highest level of Scientology, there's something with like an alien? Yes, something. Ah, fuck. Leah Remini says it. And it's like Xenu yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Like you finally get to that last level and they just feed you some weird bullshit from a book. I think it's Leah Remini talks about it. And she's like, and then I got it. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Are you fucking kidding? Like, and that you have to pay each like to get oh, higher yeah. up in the religion. And there's so much. Again, Scientology is so deep. There's so much to L. Ron Hubbard's history before he even wrote those books that completely discredit him as any sort like there's nothing there he is completely a person that was mad and didn't seek treatment and was somehow able to gather a following that is what that is which is insane because also this following specifically is so heavily like hollywood is so entrenched in scientology and even this show alone that that 70s show danny masterson laura prepon um I, I think there's at least like three others that were also. And I mean, I know this is not that 70s show, but I was so shocked to realize that Alana Masterson is Danny Masterson's sister. All the siblings are like actors and Alana Masterson was Tara in The Walking Dead. And I was like, oh my God, I loved The Walking Dead. I didn't Dead. watch The Walking Dead, but I did watch, I think I sent you, it's that six degrees of like, they're like six degrees of seven bacon. No, six degrees of Scientology. Because literally uh, his siblings are all like related to famous people. There's a lot of people that are rumored to be in Scientology, even like Dakota Johnson. And I was like, oh, I like her, no. Well, a lot of people are born into it. They're born into it. Or a lot of them, I think, that's why people are kind of insinuating maybe Ashton and Mila could be like secret members because they were around all of these people. It's not like a leap to think that they would have been influenced by people they were working with every day for five years. I don't really know how I feel about that and I would have to do more research. But this aspect of it, where it's like, that was what was used to make him look like he's this like, just gives back to the community. And in reality, he was just like furthering his own like Scientology ambitions. Like that's bullshit. Yeah. Before we even get to the main thing, can I add in one more thing that a lot of people commented in our coverage of it? Two things, actually. One correction that I can't lie, I knew at the time, but you had already recorded the voiceover and I didn't want to make you do it again. And I, it was going to be confusing. And then I added something in. But that third count of R word that he was not convicted of, Chrissy, the ex-girlfriend, he wasn't technically found not guilty. It was that the jury was deadlocked with like, I think it was like an eight to four, like eight guilty, four not guilty. So they just like couldn't convict him for it. So he technically wasn't found not guilty. They just couldn't come to a decision. But um, one more thing is how interesting it is that Mila and Ashton both rave about him. Like one of their main points in these letters is that he really promoted this like drug-free lifestyle and he got them to not get into drugs and he was always so passionate about not doing drugs, which is particularly ironic, a lot of you pointed out, because he was convicted of drugging the girls We didn't that discuss that and that wasn't something I knew before we recorded the last episode, but yeah, that was a very important aspect of the case that was consistent throughout the victims. Ironic is a nice word for it, but yeah. Something that people also pointed out in our last episode that I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't remember that, is that when you brought up that this was like when Ellen was called out and then a bunch of celebrities stood up for her and were like, oh no, like I didn't experience anything toxic. One of the people that stood up for Ellen was Ashton Kutcher. 
And I was like, oh my God, how did of I fucking not realize that? But anyway, the reason why we're even bringing any of this up is because there is a bit of an update here. We did talk a little bit in our last episode about this, how Ashton Kutcher was the founder of Thorn, and Thorn was an organization, a charity that worked with sex trafficking victims. And that is very contradictory. Well, it has come out that he has since stepped down from Thorn. Oh my God. So also another thing this, I like totally just like had a just completely brain fart, forgot that he was ever married to Demi Moore. I don't think he had kids with her, but he was like the stepdad to her kids oh, with Bruce Willis. Like, yeah. Wow. And it was when he was pretty young, like she's way older than him, which I know that it was like a huge thing, but like I totally forgot about that. And that's who he founded Thorn with. Wow. Yeah. That was like a part of my brain that it was there, but deep in there. I forgot that. But so he has now stepped down as, oh, wait a second though. That's interesting. It says he has resigned as chairman of the board. I don't think he stepped down from his position That's within the company. That's what I was gonna ask because I know he founded it or like co-founded it, I guess. But there's always these like stipulations with people that step down from giant companies like this because normies like us don't really understand how it all works. There are multiple positions that they hold in a company, but... Uh, if he's still the founder, then that would mean that if there is, I mean, I know it's a, isn't it a nonprofit, but that doesn't mean that it's a nonprofit. You know what I mean? So it says he exclusively shared with time and, and PS, this is Ashton Kutcher wrote this. After my wife and I spent several days of listening, personal reflection, learning and conversations with survivors and employees and leadership at Thorn, I've determined the responsible thing for me to do is resign as chairman of the board effective immediately. I cannot allow my error in judgment to distract from our efforts and the children we serve. Victims of sexual abuse have been historically silenced and the character statement I submitted is yet another painful instance of questioning victims who are brave enough to share their experiences. Yes, you didn't realize that sooner? The mission must always be the priority and I want to offer my heartfelt apology to all victims of sexual violence and everyone at Thorn who I hurt by what I did. And to the broader advocacy community, I'm deeply sorry. I remain proud of what we have accomplished in the past decade and will continue to support Thorn's work. Thank you for your tireless advocacy and dedication to this cause. I don't see many other ways this could have gone. Like there is no way for Thorne to continue their work, quote unquote, because at this point I have something else I want to discuss just very, very quickly. But there really is no way that Thorne could have continued on with Ashton Kutcher there at this point, because when you're and you're not just questioning a victim, that's not what happened. You didn't just discredit a victim. That's not what happened. You supported a rapist and you did so in a way that could have very easily helped him evade justice. And that is criminal. <laughs> like I find that just unforgivable. And you know what? It also speaks volumes to the whole idea that like they never thought that these letters were gonna get seen because he could not have possibly written that with the possibility that it would have been made public because he knows that that is literally like, you couldn't have a worse take when you are the co-founder of something like Thorn. Like that's career suicide, no doubt. One thing that I'm so grossed out by is that there is a chairman, another board member, someone very high up in Thorn, who has allegedly their uh, girlfriend, ex-girlfriend. I don't know the details of it. There's a lot of really creepy um, ties if you look at the board of Thorn. One of the people on their board is a guy named Joe Lonsdale. Lonsdale um, was also recently accused of his ex-girlfriend of depriving her of food and raping her repeatedly. Um, so he's, uh, you know, on the board of this feel-good NGO. And they are still on the board of Thorn, and they have been uh, accused of violently raping. 
dating someone. So my question is, what the fuck is going on over at Thorne? Well, and it's kind of telling that Ashton stepped down because he's a celebrity and has so many eyeballs on him and people like aren't gonna let up until he does. But the other guy didn't step down. No, he's still there. Because no one knows who that is. No, that flew under the radar. So why bother? They're, they're fine with keeping him on. I know a lot of people, because of stuff like the board members and some other weird things that are mostly just like allegations based on conspiracy theories that are not really rooted in evidence by any means, but there are some weird connections here and there. And I know a lot of people have raised question about like, what does Thorne really do? Because I guess one of the things about them is they're kind of secretive about the software they use because they claim that that would hinder its efficacy in like being able to catch these people because if people knew how to how it worked then they'd be able to figure out how to avoid it so it definitely has put Thorne under the spotlight which is understandable why that would result in him stepping down for sure because he has screwed them completely and I really hope that there's nothing that, that there's no like secret agendas going on but we'll keep you posted as more people do more digging because the fact that there's so much Scientology infiltration in all of this case in general, I think people are also saying like, what if they are involved with Scientology and that has something to do with Thorne too and that it's not as, just like the firefighters thing, it's presented as this great thing that's helping people but in reality, there's some like more nefarious undertones, which I'm not saying we believe or are subscribing to. I'm just throwing out that that is, it's spawned a lot of conspiracy theories. Well, and I think that this being shown against their will, because obviously, again, they didn't want it to be seen. It does confirm a lot of fears that I just have in general about people putting on a front when they're full of shit. And I think that it's really disheartening because even people that seem genuine, even people that seem cool, people that are very talented, whatever it may be, they can be hiding some crazy fucking shit. And oftentimes when you're in a position of power, you are. Maybe it's not how you started off. Maybe you did have good intentions to start off with. But I think that a lot of times, especially like in politics and stuff, it does turn into something really like dark and something you didn't want to get involved with but now you are yeah i don't know but this made me feel so gross i hate when we end the episode on a gross note i'm like i'm trying to think if there's anything uh funny that we just like sent each other in the last day or two nope just sad and depressing news <laughs> well i guess we we can end it um on uh, another plea for you guys to help us decide what we're going to be for halloween because that's coming up yeah we'll leave you with we'll, we'll definitely leave segue, you with that um but yeah that's it so um thank you for being here if you watch till the end as usual we appreciate you i mean we appreciate you if you didn't watch till the end but those people don't get to hear that we appreciate you so <laughs> they're lost but that's it for today do you still have a beverage should we cheers to end this no i drank it all well just cheers to you guys i'll drink alone anyway we love you and we'll see you on friday bye bye <laughs>